ladies and gentlemen, we've got a lot to discuss tonight. Hello, Tyler. Hello there, Chris. How are you today? You're in a better mood than I thought you'd be. Listen, I I love... We'll just get this out of the way. I love Alabama football. I've loved it my whole life. It's been my favorite thing for quite some time. I'm 36. I feel like I'm a little bit more mature than I used to be. And I mean, I still get fired up for the games, but that game was awesome. That game was awesome. I, uh, it, was, uh, it, was, it was good. And I'll tell you what, there's a lot of things in my life that I enjoy. Okay. Dr. Pepper, bourbon, sex, sometimes like once every two years. Um, uh, there's something I enjoy more than all of that. You know what that is? Uh, telling someone they're wrong? Being right. No, close. And I tell you what, being in Athens, Georgia, you can hear my voice right now. Kirby asked for everyone to leave their voice in the stadium. I did that as well, even though I'm not a Georgia fan. And it just, I tell you, it's hard to shut up an entire fucking state of douchebags. And we did that. We did that this week. Uh, that seems a little aggressive, but yeah. No, it's not aggressive. It's not aggressive. I tell you what's aggressive is when you come out of the woodwork and say the shit that Tennessee fans said to me for two straight days because of our video on here. We had 136,000 views on that video. Yeah, that thing was crazy. Yeah. And people, I mean, like, here, here's, here's the thing, too. I'm used to it at this point. I get it. People are going to say shit. They brought up my, my ex-fiance and the failed engagement. They brought up the dogs. They brought up everything about me personally. They, got, they went after my mom, though. And they said shit about Pastor Patty Sue. And that's, like, kind of where we draw a line of, like, fuck off. Like, you guys yeah. are fucking trash people. Not the entire fan base. Not the entire fan base. But man, they earned that one. And also, that one's on Twitter, yeah. Agreed. Spot on. Uh, well, <laughs> it was a crazy weekend for sports. Uh, where do we start? I mean, obviously, we start <clears throat> with the big. Where game. the fuck is Dan? First off. I don't. I don't think Dan's going on here. Dan had himself a day. He had himself a, a, a just an absolute day yesterday. Big Astros fan, big LSU fan. Oh, what a night for him! Um, but we started Georgia. We're gonna start with Georgia for sure. We need to start honestly with some voicemails because we have twenty five. <laughs> yeah, we got a few like before the game started. Um, a bunch after, some late into the night, and we haven't really gone through and played these yet, so I don't know well, how good or bad it's yeah. <laughs> But, all right, let's see. Let's see if I can well, first off, what's wrong with you? You don't seem like you're, you're up right now. Oh, I'm up. You had a fantastic win. You got a new shirt. Oh, yeah, the Texas Peach shirt? Come on now. Look at that. Come on now. I, I uh, put the, the, the hotter hot sauce on pretty much everything I ate today. How'd that go? 
It's How's going your well for now, but I don't know about later. Seems... I'll tell you what. Two things that were on fire this weekend, Stetson Bennett and Tyler Huck's B-hole. All right, wait. Look, like 25 it. fucking voicemails. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's just, I guess let's just start with the first one here. Here we um, go. This is from a 225 area code. This is uh, four hours before the game started. Hey, guys. It's Rob here. Um, I'm really conflicted this morning. It's Saturday morning before the games. I, I If you remember from my other calls earlier this season, I, I'm a pretty – I consider myself a pretty diehard Bama fan. Um, my whole family's from Alabama. I raised a Bama fan. Uh, cheering for them before I knew what football was. Um, but I I went to LSU, okay? And I'm also a really big LSU fan. And so I root for both of those teams. Um, He's a confused team. And usually I prioritize Bama over LSU because Bama's better and has a chance to like, go all the way most years. No, she doesn't. Um, but I'm really conflicted today I, I really don't know what to do and my heart hurts because of it um if, if bama uh it, i mean if lsu beats i'm going to the game i'll be there in person if lsu beats alabama alabama's championship hopes are done like we're, we're like they're done um and it's going to be a great but on the other side of the coin it's going to be a great day in death valley and i'm going to enjoy every second of it i'm going to rush the field for us you know all that's all the good stuff but then if alabama wins we won't have that experience in the stadium It'll be crushing for everybody around me. I feel bad for my friends, but at the same time, my team, who I love, Alabama, is going to continue their shot to go all the way. They even have one. This is incredible. Um, He's really so. Look, here. pray for me, boys. Please, please pray for me. Ask uh, Pastor Patty Sue to send up a prayer. I just, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is going to be a tough one, and and I can't just enjoy it like in, uh, in 2019. Whenever both teams were so good, it was like whoever wins was going to go all the way. This one's this one's a little bit different, and I'm I'm very conflicted. Um, so uh, anyway, thanks guys. Take it easy. Okay, I need a Georgia. I need a Georgia or a Tennessee. I need a, I need a Tennessee fan meltdown voicemail. Like I need fucking air to breathe right now. <clears throat> uh, well, I'm gonna go searching. Uh, uh, in the meantime, I'll tell you guys that, uh, just a little bit about the day on Saturday. I had a blast. We went down to we went to Athens. It was so much fucking fun. Um, Athens always is. Got to do a radio show with 1029 the game again, uh, pregame show uh, hosting for them. Um, and it needs to charge my for, per voicemail therapy session. It's pretty good. Um, no, so we you know previewed the game. Then and then a good buddy of mine from college. I haven't seen in like a decade. It's crazy. Uh, Cole Posey. He. Um, he he hit me up on Friday. He's like, I got a ticket. And I was like, dude, that's like incredible and so nice of you. But Liz is going to fucking kill me if we don't have two tickets. Like, I can't, I, I'm not going to go into the game without her. And he's like, I got two tickets. And I was like, shut the fuck up. 50-yard line, 300 level. I Our listeners, and, and like Cole is a little bit different because I've known Cole for years. But like, they're fucking, they are the best, man. The best. Uh, it was, it was, we had a blast. We went to the tailgate afterwards, showed out a little bit during the Bama game, which was not great for everybody, but. Oh God. Oh God. I I'm found sorry. a voicemail. Good. Here we go. Hey Huck. Hey Marlon. Love you guys. Love the podcast. Been following all the way for years, all the way back to the old days. Love it. I'm hurting right now. 
I am fucking hurting. This loss was fucking terrible. <laughs> I didn't need it, but it, oh, fuck, I don't even know what to say. I'm 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 the loss of work. It's just uh, fuck. It's been since I was eight years old since the balls were good. It felt so much like fucking '98 again. <laughs> I'm to crush my fucking dreams. I love you, Kirby Smart. I respect you. But fuck I like you. this guy a lot. We'll be back. We will fucking be back. But before I can't even talk anymore because uh, I'm about to fall off the porch. <laughs> love you guys. Love the show. Keep it going. Go Vols. All the fucking way. Fuck Bama. Go Vols. <laughs> I love it. That was great. Yeah. Uh, you want to get into some of the game and then, and then play some more? Or, and, and you guys like you guys are in the comments. This is going to be like a little bit of like a free-for-all show because – because the moments of, and, and by the way, I also shouldn't have. Uh, I'm not lumping all Tennessee fans in with any of the shit that I was was said to me, because that 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 was awesome. And I know every fan base has them. That that was great. This is a nice little thing. Oh, somebody's oh, joining chat. Off. <laughs> we can't see him. God damn it, Dan. Well, uh, yeah, let's get into the game because yeah. it never really felt like a game, honestly. <laughs> Hello. So there's a contingent of people that are saying it wasn't a game because of the rain. Oh, well, before it started raining, I think Georgia was up like 24 to 6 or something like that. Yeah, it was It was honestly, we talk about the that game. Um, Dan, figure this the fuck out. <laughs> Am I here? Yeah. <laughs> we can hear you. We can't oh. see you. Well, I, I mean, you guys weren't acknowledging me, so I didn't know. I'm sorry. It's 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 been a weekend. Well, Why it's a black screen. I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, you can't do well, blackface in 2022. This is <laughs> this is uh, strange, but are you sitting in total darkness? Like, there's a... No, going I'm on sitting here? in my... Uh, I'm sitting in my living room... Um, with with the newly uh, uh, with the newly mounted TV today, so uh, oh, was somewhat productive. Yeah, I got got something done. Well, we were gonna we want to while Dan's here, we want to talk LSU Bama, and then we'll move to the Georgia game. We can do that. I don't want to keep I don't want to keep Dan here the, the whole time. Uh, All right, change of plans. Let's do that. LSU Bama, Dan, give us your thoughts on LSU. You know, I take it back to the LSU Tennessee game. You were having a day on Twitter. You were not you were excited about LSU. On Twitter. And now, look at your boys in prime position to take the SEC West in year one of Brian Kelly. What, what yeah. say you, sir? Dude, I mean, at this point, it's all incredibly gravy if you're an LSU fan. I mean, looking back now, I'm like, you selfish prick. Like, you know, come on, man. You got to think about the fact that this has been, at best, a 500 program for the last couple of years. Still recruited pretty well, but not to the level that you need to be able to beat some of the other schools that you guys have mentioned. Um, so, you know, to think like it was just going to turn around like overnight was just incredibly unrealistic. But I say that, and all of a sudden, shit, they've turned it around like overnight. <laughs> It's pretty incredible. Um, this, the Florida State loss happened so last night could fly. Because I guarantee you, as soon as that PAT got blocked, that Brian Kelly walked off the field and said, 
if I'm in that situation again, I'm going for two. And so for that one yesterday, you know, because I think if he goes for two against Florida State, they probably win that game. And, you know, maybe the season, who knows the trajectory it goes on. But I think he just said to his guys, hey, you know what? You guys have balls, man. And and you guys have played this game tough. And I'm going to reward you for it by saying, let's go for it. Let's not continue to do this. Let's not get it to where we're doing the you go for two, I go for two kind of stuff because chances are the longer you dance with these guys, they're going to beat you. So he finally just said, the hell with it. Let's let's either, you know, put all the money on the table and go for it or, you know, cash out our chips and leave. And he put the money on the table. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, Jaden Daniels did not have a spring there, did he? He came after spring? I think he no, did. He, oh, he did, right, yeah. He did. He did have spring ball there. No, I, I want to say that he was the transfer portal. But then, like, yeah, that was like the whole kind of thing that he either got there like at the end of spring. It, it, I, I'd have to ask Moscona or somebody. Um, yeah. But 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 from what I remembered, I think that was kind of the thought that it was pretty much between Miles Brennan and um, um, Garrett Nussmeyer. For the job, but then you know it just kind of as he got in and and was able to put in the work, and once they got to fall camp, it was kind of obvious to them that it was like this is our best chance uh, is with this guy and not with the other two. I just uh, I'm I've been so impressed with his. I, I I think that if I recall correctly, he came in after spring, which would make a lot of sense for getting off the slow start to the year. I mean. I, I really felt against Florida State, LSU's offense was literally plays breaking down and, and him just scrambling to try to make something of nothing. And I was really unimpressed with him. And he's evolved so much over the course of the season as a passer. Um, mix it that in with an already talented receiving core. Um, LSU starting to click. Um, Harold Perkins, man, true freshman linebacker. That dude's nasty. Unreal. Yeah, he's good. Uh, so what does LSU's schedule look like down the stretch here? They got, it, they got Arkansas, UAB and Texas A&M. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, everything is gravy at this point. I mean, uh, you know, Arkansas is probably the only wild card out of that. Cause we know how bad Texas A&M is and you know, UAB, I don't think they're going to have trouble with them. So if you told me before the season, like this kind of, in a way, kind of reminds me of 2018, where I think 18, you know, it wasn't until you had the disappointing loss at Florida. And then, of course, you know, getting your ass beat by Alabama that year was, I think, Marlowe, that was the 29 to nothing year. You think, right? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, so it was kind of like where it's things are looking different with this Burrow guy, but how necessarily different are they looking? Whereas now, I mean, the funny thing is, is the last few years, LSU has been known as an offensive program that kind of has lost their physicality. And I think in a way, you know, people were worried about that with Brian Kelly. Like, you know, oh, man, he's going to take us back to the old boring Les Miles eye formation and and we're going to be, you know, slow and, 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 you know, just not the team that we want to be. But I think he's kind of showing you pretty quickly, no, not necessarily. I mean – this, it's kind of like I said, you know, earlier, the, the corny, you know, they walked so they could fly. Like, this is Brian Kelly saying, damn it, man. Like, if I could have had, you know, athletes like this at Notre Dame, I'm probably not even here right now. <laughs> but this is why he's at LSU. He's at LSU because he's like, I couldn't get guys like this to play at Notre Dame. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats so I mean, obviously cause... they're ahead of schedule. Uh, I want I want to hear from Chris here about Bama and your thoughts. Uh, you had a tweet today earlier that was like kind of like admitting like the dynasty is just over. I almost tweeted last night that it was outright. <laughs> it is over. It is over. <laughs> it is. Now, that's like, a big statement, sir. It, I mean, I don't think it's in question at this point because you, you've again you for two straight. Think about this: in the last two years, you've had arguably the best quarterback you've ever had at Bama for the last two years. And think about how many close games they've had: Texas this year, Auburn last year. Like you know, um, games that should not be close that are close. I'm not saying Texas is in that boat, but, but the Auburn game last year. Florida a year ago. I mean, that's a six and seven team. Auburn, same thing. You beat those two teams by combined four points. Now, in terms of the sky not falling, like what sucks These is all I hate that Bryce Young is going to leave without starting and winning a national championship game because I think he's really good. I think he's given so much to the, the, the program. And Will Anderson, the same thing, regardless of what Willie Gray and other people uh, think about, about Will Anderson. But the bottom line is this is like twofold. And I don't feel like I'm being a prisoner of the moment when I say this. <clears throat> I think that like it's not it's not because of what happened yesterday. It's because of last night. You you throw an interception in the first drive going into score, and and you didn't have an offensive possession the rest of the game where you had the lead at any point for sixty total minutes. And then the other part of it too is as much as I've I've defended you know Pete Golding, I still think he does a great job. Man, you, you had every opportunity to win that game on defense. Just don't give up long drives. Don't give up another touchdown. Don't let them drive and, and kick a field goal. Like, you know, and Bama kept coming back and back and back again. But, like, damn, like, every time they would do it, it would be, like, like you know, four, five, six plays. Okay. But here's, here's the other thing, too. What we're not going to do, and I will, get, I will get admittedly defensive over the Saban thing. Because this whole thing about, like – like he's not the goat and he's not like, I just don't, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to put a majority of that on Saban. I don't think the team's as dominant. I, th I think like, like Jermaine Burton is, is not a go-to receiver. That was supposed to be like the number one guy. Right. I think, I think that there's like limitations on this offensive line that are really, really bad. I think the secondary is not as good. Like, Bama still has dudes. They they still have they still have dudes, but other coaches have caught up in terms of finding a way to compete and scheme against them. And the other thing is too, like we saw this a couple of years ago, and like you had this influx of talent, like from coaching ranks that come in. Like you had Hugh Freeze at Ole Miss, you had Brett Bielema come in from Wisconsin to Arkansas. You've had this this happen in the SEC now with like you know Brian Kelly, you know Lane Kiffin, um, specifically in the SEC West, it, Jimbo Fisher to an extent, like. Where, but now, like the coaching, like the the coaching hires and the talent they're amassing, are are really good, right? Like Lane Kiffin's a good coach. Like he's Ole Miss is a different program under him, and I think some of these programs start to catch up. And you know, bottom line, from what I saw yesterday, and I, again, I don't feel like I'm being a prisoner of the moment. I, I watched I watched Nick Saban build the greatest college football dynasty for 15 years in real time. And it was awesome. It was awesome. But what I saw yesterday in Athens and what I've seen out of Kirby smart and, and that team and the way they prepare, the way they execute, the way they don't miss tackles, the way how fundamentally sound they are. 
that's they are a better program than Alabama right now. And and to be honest, I think Kirby Smart is probably a better coach than Nick Saban is right now. So yeah, I mean, I think the dynasty probably is dead. But <laughs> but also like, you know, I mean, I I don't like what is that what does that mean too? Like, I don't think we're gonna win the national championship every year. We're probably not gonna play for the national championship every year. But if you think Bama's going away, mm. that's not gonna happen. You're, I mean, they're not about. They're not about to be an eight and four program. No, I, a couple of things. I mean, I you know, off what you just said. I mean, it's also too. I think you kind of have a rational look at it too, in a way, Marler. I'll give you credit for that. Of like things like this come to an end. Like it, yeah, it, like it does happen, and you know, you don't want it to fall completely off a cliff like it did at SC after Pete Carroll left or, you know, at, at the end with Mac Brown at Texas because the problem is you can't get it back on track uh, very easily. I mean, I'll be honest with you, like the way that things started this year with Brian Kelly, that was kind of my fear was I was like... Yeah, you said he was disrespecting but, the whole state. Well, but, but, but my whole thing was like, you know, it, the, the more rational me of it would say, Shit, man, like I've seen what's happened at Tennessee. I've seen what's happened at, you know, at Michigan, at at, like all of these other places where it's just like it's no guarantee. Like once it falls off the tracks that you're going to get that thing back on it. And I think that like for the reason that you mentioned with with Alabama is, man, like other people are coming for them. I mean, yeah, you know, and and we're still everyone's Super Bowl. Like we're, we're still, listen, here's, here's a, here's a very real stat. I'll just throw out here real quick. In the last eight to 10 years, Bama's lost seven total games on the road. Right. All seven of those games resulted in, in storming the field. And I think last night was a, was the first time they haven't torn the goalpost down. Alabama is still Alabama. And, and like, I definitely understand that people hate them and the East is not better than the West right now. Shut the fuck up. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this right now. Like, hold on. like this is the other part this is the other part like like we can we can deal in reality we can deal in reality right like what you're saying with like like some of these things come to an end i do think georgia's the best program in the sec and probably the country right now tennessee's having a great year if you think the sec east is better than the sec west with what we just saw last night with lsu with what we've seen at ole miss lsu bam at ole miss that like i I, that's better than 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 it's it's just Georgia and Tennessee. That's clear, right? Like it's just Georgia and Tennessee. There's not anyone else in that in that division that's worth a shit. No, there's no, like no one. Like so, no, no offense. Like I stop. The East is so much better. Than, this is such a dumb fucking argument. There's there's literally there are three teams in the top eleven of the SEC in the SEC West, and I get I fully get that Georgia's one, and 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 Tennessee is five. If you want to, if you want to like break this down and be a logical person, you, if anyone in here wants to fucking tell me that Kentucky is the third best team in the SEC East, and you're going to match them up against Ole Miss because they already lost that game, you're going to match them up against LSU because they would absolutely get trounced in that game. You imagine fucking Will Levis going to Death Valley? Will Levis <laughs> can barely go to fucking Walgreens without throwing an interception. Like, you imagine him going to to, to Death Valley? It's a joke. I mean, like. Anyway, but that, all that being said, we've kind of gotten off topic, which is my fault. Um, I thought it was a great win. I was so happy for like my friends that are LSU fans. Like, and also, 
it, and we should probably get into the game at some point, like to an extent, because it was it really was a, a great game. Like it was like I Bryce battled his ass off. Bill O'Brien made some mistakes. I, I would blame everything on the defense, but I also give a, a ton of credit to what LSU did. And knowing when you have the, the like Bama struggled again, getting into the end zone. They finally get in on third down. Like they run the football. Thank God, Bill O'Brien took one play for LSU to get in the end zone. And immediately they were like, we're going for two. I was like, please, for the love of, I knew I was like, this ball has to be inaccurate. Like this, this has to be, I know a defensive back was not going to make a play. That ball had to be like thrown out of bounds or, you know, in the dirt or something like that. Um, but it was, it was awesome. I, and yet I have to give a shout out to Andrew uh, Diagiacomo. Diagiacomo. Did you see what he posted today? No. Because I, I also felt I, I was so bad. I was so mad at myself for this all week on radio, all week on radio, all week throughout the, like just talking about the game. I was like, I don't think Bama wins this game. I don't think they're mentally tough enough to go to Death Valley with this group of players. I, I don't. Then I got on here in the podcast and I got some some bourbon in me and got and got some history <laughs> and nostalgia in my feels and was like, you know what? We're not fucking losing this game five times since the Eisenhower administration. So he just sends this this uh, post in the Facebook group and it's just a picture of Dwight Eisenhower and it just says <laughs> it just says six with an asterisk. I thought that was awesome. It was awesome. And like and LSU fans are so great. Like Dan, you know I love you. Like like PB. Like you know even Will Ogburn on the on the other pod and all kind of stuff. Like Peter Burns going to the game. You know, my boy Mickey Sheremy, it was awesome. It was awesome. And I was so happy that those fans got to celebrate that because that is a different rivalry. I will also tell you this. I will never step foot in Athens, Georgia again when Alabama's playing LSU. Because we've lost twice in the last 12 years to them. And I was in Athens both times. That's – yeah, I mean, trust me, as somebody who's very stitious, I I can uh, definitely sign off on that. Uh, but one thing that I will caution, you know, the rest of the world on is it's not very wise to count out Nick Saban. I mean, it yeah. seems like whenever we do this, that's when seemingly he has his best one. But the thing is, though, too, is kind of like I said, like about like the dynasty has to eventually come to an end is you can't keep counting on that to happen. Yeah. Like eventually it's going to be a nine and three season. And then, hey, we got everybody back. We, you know, this is when Saban's at his best shit, we went nine and three again, you know? I mean, it, it, it's just, it, it's just, it's hard to keep that magic going. I mean, yeah. you know, all of the really good coaching staffs he's had, I mean, finally, you know, for the longest time, it was, you know, Saban, you know, assistant coaches, kind of like Belichick, you don't really become successful head coaches. And then Kirby finally did. And all of a sudden it was, oh, that was the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, gut feeling, Chris, and we're going to obviously break it down later in the week. Bama's next game is on the road at Ole Miss, coming off a bye. I'm not doing it. We're 30 minutes in, and we haven't talked about the, the biggest game of the weekend. I know, but just gut feeling. How are you feeling about that? A WRL, just say it now. I'll be in Auburn. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dub, we're not going to lose the fucking Vought Hemingway Stadium. It's a high school stadium. Get the fuck out uh, of here. Here we go. All right. Uh, well, anything else, Dan, before we let you get back to your, your lovely evening? Oh, not much, man. You know, just uh, I am like completely exhausted at this point. Um, uh, along with uh, hanging up the TV today, I had to move some boxes upstairs and I'm completely out of energy. So I appreciate it. Sorry, the camera didn't work. I don't know what that is right now. Oh, 
<laughs> Just say it one time for me, Dan. <laughs> that tiger dude, bitch. <laughs> All right, Dan. We appreciate I'll, you jumping on. Congrats I, I, on the I, big I, win. I also want to give a shout out here really quick to Fred's in Tigerland. I love how they had the Vegas style um uh you know what's it uh, balloons that said one of my favorite lines from the show Entourage when Andrew Dice Clay was part of it. We do the fucking and, and they, they had that up like at the front of the stage in, in their post I saw. I was like, Andrew Dice Clay. There you go. I love it. So nice. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks, thanks for letting me hijack. I will make sure my camera works next time. <laughs> All, All right, man. Enjoy your, you, enjoy your evening. All Enjoy right. Boys. Let's get some more voicemails. We got some requests. Uh, I, okay. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, let's go... Let's just go midway through the game. We'll start there. Georgia, Tennessee. Yeah. T-Mark, T-Hawk, Marler, halftime, Georgia game, 24-6. How about that motherfucking shit? What the fuck you think going to happen? We're going to let them Tennessee volunteers walk oh, in here. Okay. Damn it. Our ass like Sorry. It said volunteers no. on the thing. I tell you what, we're going to double it up. What is that, 48-12? We kicking that ass. We'll kick Bama's ass. They don't kick tonight by LSU. Fuck them all. Good old Rocky Top. Rocky Top sucks. Okay. Well, we're going <laughs> to I love it. There. We're going to stop it there. Okay. Here's – I do want to say one thing. And, like, the lib, the lib in me has got to say this. I love all you guys. Can we stop with the, like, gators and the volunteers thing? I mean, we're, we're adults. Also, I don't know if you've Are ever we? met – like a gay person, they're fantastic. They're good people. We don't need to make that a, a slight. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, let's see. All right, let's let's go. This was yeah. like while you're looking yeah. for this, I will say this. Like going into this game, this was the this was it was so dominant from what Kirby was doing, and the biggest difference I saw this firsthand was watching watching Georgia and the way they practice. And Kirby said something about this today that I think is very, very telling about where this program is versus where the other program is that I'm about to mention. They said, he said, yeah, they work their asses off. They practice their asses off for two weeks. Basically just saying like Florida is so fucking non-existent, right? <laughs> like, so, okay. Fucking Kirby's visor over here in the comments. Um, just so, so basically like, like he was like, you know, Florida is just like so non-existent, like it's such a non-factor. We didn't even prepare for him. I think that says a lot. I think, I think that's what it meant too. What he was saying, I love that. I love the fact that like, they, I mean, they did not miss, they didn't miss tackles. They came out and, and like, and by the way, let's not forget this. There, there, there were Tennessee fans and I'm not saying all of them. I think everyone, I think every, for the most part, I think all Tennessee fans know you just got your fucking ass handed to you in on national television by double digits. Like someone said was going to fucking happen. But like, would they also, I think they, like there's a couple of people I saw that were, they were saying shit like, well, you know, the rain, like once the rain happened, you know, it, it took us out of it. We played a neutral field in inside or whatever. Like first off, Kirby took his foot off the brake or off the gas and directly on the brake the entire time it was raining the entire time. Like that game should have been so much worse. And, and Georgia just, Georgia also, gave them the ball on the opening drive after they fumbled in their own territory. And and you look up, it's they had 150 yards of offense in the first half. It was dominant from start to finish. 
Yeah, it really was. Um, I actually found myself kind of just like rooting for Tennessee at some point because it was just like, Why? because it was like becoming not very fun to watch. <laughs> you, like you felt bad for him. Yeah. I was like, I'd love to, for this to be a game at some point. Like maybe they could score. No. Okay, cool. Yeah. You know, so, uh, all right, let's jump back into some voicemails here. Yeah. yeah. Marler, Zach Messi, big dog fan. How about them fucking dogs? I can tell you right now, this fucking meth heads go back in 1998. Marley, you had everything right. Right down to a T. You watched football. I know you weren't high. Anyways, just want to give you a big reminder of who's the number one team really is. Who not defending national champions, champions really are. Long way to the top. All the way from Rocky Bottom. Go dogs. It just came so out. Good. Keep it going. You just came out tough with the meth heads comment. Kind of respect it. Yeah. Rocky Flop, you'll always be bottom of the pole. Good old Rocky Flop. Woo! Rocky Flop, fuck Tennessee. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, George, you think Georgia fans like this one? This game? I'm, I'm not. I, listen, I, I caught some heat for this because of like, yeah, people like, oh, he's a Bama fan and he's pulling for Georgia. That's fucking pathetic. First off, I don't know how many people need to hear this. I wear it on my sleeve that I'm a Bama fan. I cover college football for a living, okay? I And I love college football so much. It's my favorite thing in the world. I say it every week, and it always has been. But, like, I will say this, and this is, this is, this is because of the way Tennessee fans acted about that video. Outside of the SEC championship game last year, when that was the worst year of my life, and all of you know why, this is the most I've, I enjoyed a, a college football game and win. And it wasn't even my team. Maybe in in since the 2017 Natty. I mean, it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Marler T. Huck. Happy Saturday night. Uh, I'm driving home. And uh, the vibes are immaculate because Georgia just beat the hell out of Tennessee. And... Um, I guess I just want to know from Tennessee fans, what does it feel like to be back for five days? <laughs> um, and I wouldn't be talking crap if, if they had not talked all week, bro. All week. I had Tennessee fans on Twitter tell me that we were going to lose by three touchdowns. And at, here's the thing. At no point did I think that was going to happen. But if you had told me Tennessee's first touchdown would come with five minutes to play, I would not have believed you. Yeah. But that Georgia D is hell, man. And uh, they were overmatched. Hooker looked nervous. Haven't seen him look like that. And uh, just so happy for the dogs, man. And uh, Tennessee fans, you deserve this, man. I, I don't know how else to say it. Um, you, you talked and talked and talked, and this is why we play the games. So – how about them dogs, gentlemen? Hope you have a great weekend. See ya. Love it. I like that guy. You know, yeah, I think this has he been feels a good, like the first this, like sober caller. I know, but it feels good to get like like because it's, it's been a minute since we had like a, a game like this, mm -hmm. and and like this amount of calls. This is awesome. This I guess this might just be the whole show. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of fine with that. Yeah. Good old Rocky Flop. Woo, Rocky Flop, Tennessee. It's your old dog fan. Down here in 
Moultrie, Georgia. We're down a little bit south of the border, but um, the border sitting here a little bit, a little bit drunk, <laughs> and then kind of, kind of trying to sober up after this ball game. Um, watching the LSU Alabama game right now. Sorry, Mollis. Um, <laughs> but I just I don't I don't understand. I mean, you hear every outlet all over national TV, all they talking about is Tennessee was going to be this. Tennessee is going to be that. Tennessee ain't shit. Just hate to say it. They ain't shit. But I definitely thought Alabama was going to be a lot better than what they're showing me right now. Seven to three currently watching that game. Um, definitely didn't didn't see that coming, but to be honest with you, I didn't really see the Georgia Tennessee going that way as well, according to the national media. But I'll definitely say this: if the Dogs and Bama play again for the SEC championship game. I see it being another really, really good game. I, what? Because Georgia seems to just shit to bed. <laughs> Whenever they decide they want to play somebody what's of going, some sort of what's he talking importance. About? Don't get it. Never have. What is he? <laughs> but they didn't shit to bed today. Go dogs. That was a roller coaster. That I can tell Georgia fans last night. I was like, y'all, y'all like should stop fucking pulling against Bama because like you want like you should you should want to face this Bama team and curb stomp them and then go to the um, curb stomp them and go to the the like the playoff because they would destroy Bama. Yeah, uh, shout out Moultrie, Georgia. By the way, I drive. That's the, where I everyone drive, the tailgate was. I drive through the uh, Moultrie all the time, going to Tallahassee. Oh, okay, nice. Also, let's talk about that for a second. Like the amount of people that pick Tennessee, I was I was surprised by that because like I so there was a clip from the other podcast. Boy, Luke Bryan didn't. Come on, come on, Luke. Luke. Hey, y'all, I'm Luke Bryan. <laughs> we live here, we live, and we want to have fun. Drink a beer. What? I I will say this. One of the I hate so many things about myself. But what's probably at the very top of the list is that I really like that song that he's like, country on. Hey, farm boy, dropping that plow. He said, like, country he sounds like girl, he's like hitting Shake this, it for this, like, me, girl. Shake it for me, girl. Shake it for shake me. Shake it for me. That is the worst. That <laughs> is the worst. worst fucking song of all time. And he was yeah. like, hunting, fishing, living every day. Or, you know what else is even also worse? That fucking song he came out and he was like, corn makes whiskey. Whiskey makes my girl a little frisky. God, I fucking that. Uh, Pat McAfee referenced that when he picked Tennessee. Did he? Yeah, he started saying corn makes whiskey. Whiskey, Tennessee. I'm picking Tennessee. Uh, that's oh, pretty good. It was pretty. Yeah, pretty um, good. No, so I, I think that like, uh, so there are, there are, um, they, like I was shocked that there were that many people that were, so confident. I think, I think part of it's like a testament. Like we're not like, here's the other thing too. Like I, I don't want to shit completely on Tennessee, despite what happened beforehand. Tennessee's a really good football team. So, and they, they will still, I think, make the playoff. They, and you know, and, and maybe they learn from this and, and they make adjustments, all that kind of stuff. 
I will say that Josh Heupel was absolutely overmatched yesterday. He was, he was at like, I saw this yesterday or saw it in the Bama game. And I was surprised at how much he out schemed and out coached Nick Saban with getting Jalen Hyatt open, all that kind of stuff. He was so far in over his head yesterday versus Kirby. It was, I mean, it was, I, I get your, I get your point about feeling bad about like, you know, like what, cause of what you were watching. Cause it was, it was tough. Like they, they were, you know, um, Anyway, that's pretty much it. I just, I just, I was kind of shocked. But the amount of people, like, you know, like, I'll just fucking say it because I don't care anymore. Like, I, I listen, I, I love and respect Connor O'Gara and, you know, and, and that podcast and all that kind of stuff. But Matt Hayes, one of our writers coming on, and just the, just the stuff that, the stuff that comes sometimes people say with so much conviction. Like, I know they're going to be, he, like, he had a quote saying, like, he's like, I know they're going to beat Georgia. I, are you kidding me? Like this Georgia team with how they struggled against Florida. First off, I don't remember Georgia struggling with Florida. And like, it is just, it's comical to me to think that like everyone got on board with that. And, and like, we're so sure, like, like not just, I think Tennessee has a chance to win, but just all of a sudden, like, have you guys fucking watched Georgia play football? Like, I don't, I just don't get it. Like, have, you, have we not watched them? They're the, they're the defending national champions and they're undefeated and they're at home. And you had people saying shit like, well, you know, it's not hard to Eric Ainge. Eric Ainge was out here talking smack. Eric Ainge has forgotten at least two years of his life. And that's neither here nor there. And I'm not going to get into that. But, sir, shut the fuck up. Like, just shut the fuck up. Like, and 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 honestly, like until you until you consistently beat teams, this is a this is a one off, right? Maybe so. Maybe they are 2019 LSU. Maybe you know what? Maybe they're fucking 2007 Kansas. I don't know. Like, like you know, maybe that's who they are because you haven't done it. <laughs> you haven't you haven't like done anything with consistency to earn a seat at the big boy table. So, you know, like, I just, I just, I think that there are a lot of people that this is not me fangirling or trying to, or trying to, you know, dick ride Georgia. As some people said, like we cover college football for a living. We get to talk about college football and it's, it's it became very apparent that a lot of people had not watched enough college football. If that was their take. Yeah. Tennessee got humbled a little bit on Saturday. Uh, I don't know if I agree with you that they will be in the playoffs, but uh, their their percentage odds went up. That's good. <laughs> After All the right. loss. All right. He met my brother-in-law's wedding that he decided to schedule during uh, college football season. Georgia fan here. Just wanted to say that uh, the balls came in hot and realized that uh, they came to the buzzfeed of Georgia football. Buzzfeed. And that uh, the come uh, king, you better not miss. And uh, dog hungry is gonna eat. Go dog. Balls uh, suck. <laughs> and that's all I have to say. He does a good work, guys. <laughs> I can appreciate that the guy uh, stepped out of the wedding to give us a call. That was that, he did that. Yeah. Hey. Okay. DM us. You you get a prize for sure. Can I also read you a, a message we got? From somebody. Yeah, sure. This is from 
uh, High Ground Life on Instagram. And he said, I meant to send you this before the kickoff yesterday. With my professional background, I've become very familiar with warfare and history. A word from a Navy SEAL. Are you familiar? Oh, wait, he sent me this too. I love Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Are you familiar with the King Leonidas said to the Persian army when he is asked to surrender his weapons and freedom? King Leonidas, obviously the Greek Greek leader uh, from the movie 300, right? Um, He replied, I'm going to say this wrong. I apologize. Malone Labe, (laughs) which is the outer part of the vagina, I'm pretty sure. Uh, (laughs) So... (laughs) Translates to come and take it. Yeah. So Malone Lave, which means translates to come and take it. So if you're willing to come and take something, I'm willing to die for. And I hope you're prepared to do the same. So if the Vols want to be known to be the kings of CFB, well, Malone Lave, come and fucking take it. And that made me so fired up because it was like, I do think that's a very real. I think I think that there are there are very few fan bases and very few programs that are tied together so closely with how they are, with how they view things. And we joked around about it a couple weeks ago about how Georgia fans saying like on, on fucking Twitter about like, we don't, we can't overlook Florida. It's like, no, y'all can, you're fans. You can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think that, I think that, that, that is, uh, it, it was, it was the loudest stadium I've ever been in. And I've been in a lot and it was 137 decibels. I've been to death Valley at night. I've been to Brian Denny. Uh, I've been to Clemson. I've been like, yeah, that was, that was the last I've ever been into. Um, how many more voices we have for Georgia? Cause there's, uh, uh, there is probably still 10, 15 left. We should probably play them all, but we should also <laughs> probably talk about some other games. Cause I'm sure the other fan bases are not super thrilled. All right, let's do that. But we can do that rapid do... fire for like the next 15 minutes and then we'll, we'll play the rest of the voicemails. Does that sound good. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's okay. uh, take a quick time out. Talk about, Texas Pete. Uh, Texas Pete has the spice and flavor that's kicking this football season up a notch. I'm wearing the shirt. Yeah. If you want to get this shirt or the original hot sauce or the new traditional barbecue sauce, which is lovely, um, go to TexasPete.com. Recipes, the sauce, 20% off your entire order with promo code uncensored. And Chris, may I remind you that you win big with Texas Pete when you sauce like you mean it. Yeah. And I got to say, it's honey so mustard good. sauce. Dude, how it's good phenomenal. is that honey mustard? Carolina mustard barbecue sauce. Yeah. There's like 15 different barbecue sauces that they have. Yeah. Um, so go to Texas Pete. You know, our one of our avid listeners, Booza, he paid pretty much what we got sent to us from Texas Pete. He bought on texaspeed.com using promo code uncensored to take 20% off his entire order. So go do that as well. And uh, yeah, support the show, support Texas Pete. Yeah, yeah. So what? They're made in, in North Carolina. Yeah. Nobody cares I about could, this one idiot. That's, you know, make a big yeah. deal about it. Um, Texas other games. I, I want to give you a shout out. Cause it's not, um, it's not often that we talk about your favorite team. Oh, that was great. It's fucking Mickey share me right now. Son 45 to three. Absolute beat down in Miami. The only game that they ever have any fans at is when Florida state comes to town and they got their shit pushed in, okay. in front of all the recruits. They suck. Don't get me wrong, but it was a lot of fun. I'm sure. You know what my favorite part of this game was? Um, 
was with Mike Norvell. I saw this this clip where he was just motherfucking some player on the sideline. The kid was obviously frustrated. Yeah. Whereas Norvell handled that very, very well. And he and he he you know walked over to him and he's like, Look at me. I know you're mad. I know you're mad. Um I just, I thought that was I thought that was really impressive. And I thought it was a really impressive win too. Because I know you guys are always battling injuries. Mm-hmm. And this is a hated rivalry. This it sucks that this game did not get more like publicity. There used to be there used to be a time in the early 2000s, probably in the 90s, probably too. But the early 2000s, especially when these all these teams were good, my favorite weekend of the year, every year was the second weekend of October because Bama was always off. It was the week where they played Tennessee. And you had Miami, Florida State, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, Tennessee, Florida, LSU. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. I, I thought yeah. that was that was awesome to see that you guys won. Us. Congrats on that. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I had a friend over. Actually, my uh, – I- I kind of convinced my random roommate freshman year at Florida state who actually went to, you know, the, the powerhouse St. Thomas Aquinas down in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he went there. We were randomly placed together as freshman roommates and kind of just became friends, for, uh, friends for life. FFL. Yeah. Uh, he's been living in New York for like 10 years. He got a promotion and was moving down South and I convinced him to move to Atlanta. So we get to hang out a bunch and, uh, he was over at my house and we got to enjoy that. We've got, you've been down here. So we have multiple TVs. We had the BAM LSU game on. Yeah. For St. Miami. So it was, it was a good time. Yeah. It was awesome. I ran, uh, I saw Jason King at the game. I saw that on Facebook. That was cool. My eyes look terrible in that picture. That was not great. Did you guys run into each other or did you like plan to meet up? We planned to meet up, but he, I, okay. you know, that was pretty much it. Um, it was fun. It was great to see him for sure. Um, anyway, but I will about, also say, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I just I have to get this off my chest because it's been we've been going for a, a minute and I haven't I haven't said it yet. But I want to once again let everyone I want everyone to like just come in here. Um, come closer. Yeah, Ben, I am blurring out the background of that whole TV incident. Oh, I have to show you the fucking messages that the producer of that TV show sent me yesterday from the game. My God, I hasn't responded bet. to anything I've said in two weeks. He was like. Maybe you should tell me offline. I will tell you offline. I will say that the funny, the one funny thing he, there was something that was said about like, you better start saving up because I'm going to like sue the shetty brother. If you, if anyone thinks they're going to sue me for all I'm worth, you better get ready for university tradition hats and some, some fucking spare change, bro. Um, Anyway, no. So, so uh, this is, I want everyone to, I want everyone to like lean in here. And this is, this is, I have a secret for everyone. Um, uh, the Big Ten fucking sucks. Still. <laughs> They're fucking awful. <laughs> They're fucking awful. <laughs> like, Yeah, I looked I up mean, at one point. Rutgers was like beating Michigan, like going into the half or something like that. <laughs> and, and Colin Coward is like just tweeting his heart out over here, just pulling like a Dan and was like, this is the best team I've ever seen. It's like actually the opposite of Dan. Um, yeah. Thanks, David. I appreciate that, man. Uh, no, so it was. Uh, I was sitting there watching the game. We were doing that live uh, live show from '99 um, the game, and they brought up the fact that Ohio State was losing, losing for like two quarters. They didn't score until two minutes left. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, that was bad. Two minutes left in like the first half, and looked like shit for most of the game. <clears throat> against Northwestern. It was a uh, one in seven Northwestern team that has only one win this year and it's against Nebraska in Dublin, Ireland. So that was shit. 
it brings me to the point. Michigan also looks like shit. Um, I'll say that, but I will bring it brings me to this point. The Heisman odds have been updated. CJ oh, nice. Stroud still has the best Heisman odds. Hendon Hooker is at, at plus 280. Caleb Williams plus 700. Blake Corn plus 750. Bo Nix is at plus 800. He balled out again. <laughs> Bo Nix. 83% completion percentage. He was 20 of 24. He had five touchdowns. This is like common now. Now, the other thing I will say that I was really impressed with just from some takeaways, and I didn't even see this until today, admittedly. How about fucking Auburn? I gave it a run there. They did. I was impressed by that. What was like, what was the things that impressed you most from the weekend? Um, Let's see. I'm just looking through. I mean, Kentucky, Missouri. Did you see that? <laughs> the way that no, I So what happened at the end? Jeff was texting me. He said some shit happened. So there was like a bop, a botch snap. Yeah, was like Kentucky, targeting. Kentucky was lining up to punt from their own 41. There was like two minutes left. Kentucky snaps it over the punter's head. He chases the ball down all the way down to the four yard line. And like the punter manages to like get it and like turn back upfield and kick it. And Missouri, the Missouri linebacker, like just thought it was a live ball. So he tackled the, the punter <sighs> and like got a roughing the punter. And it was like the end of the game. Like that's how they lost. <laughs> and the, the punter got carted off the field. He was, he was hurt. Just oh, insane. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyways, Kentucky was able to get the first down, then they ran all of the clock off basically with but 38 seconds and end up winning. Um I mean, Florida you could say was impressive. I I don't know, you know, AM had 31 players out for that game. So like, I thought it was impressive they went into AM and put up 41 points. Wait, did but they it, have 31 players out for real? They did. Yeah, cuz the flu hit them, so they had to get they finally felt like they had something in Wegman. Flu game, boy. And then Wegman gets the flu, so Haynes King just goes back out there. And it's the same Haynes King we keep seeing, which is, like, very mediocre, and he's, like, limping around because he just keeps getting crushed by the opposing D-line. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what that was. And But, you know, as a Florida State fan, like, I, I kind of feel like Florida's got a pretty good offense. Uh, yeah. And that, that kind of worries me a little bit. Um, I mean, I was really impressed with LSU, honestly. Like... They just were kind of about it from the first snap. Like, yeah, like you said, you know, they just they led the whole way. And um, I was impressed with that. Uh, who else are we missing? TCU, man. I don't get why people hate on TCU so much. It makes no sense to me because it's like the committee, especially the committee is just like they just don't. They just refuse to give them any credit. There's a couple of teams that I'm like, tired of seeing disrespected. Um and oh, Clemson just looking awful. I mean, I don't know what happened to DJU, but he like reverted back to being terrible again. So <laughs> there's <laughs> comments is just going off right now. I love it. Um, you know, it is just I I was mainly blown away with the fact that it's so hard to be. It's it's difficult to be this unlikable to have everyone pulling for Notre Dame. Yeah. And that's what Dabo has done at Clemson. It's and true. they got their ass kicked. 
Yeah, no, they did. Uh, it was the score was not even close to how like lopsided it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do want to give a shout out to to Cadillac Williams. I was talking to my neighbor earlier today. He's an Auburn guy, and he was like, "It would be so Auburn if like it would have been so Auburn if like Cadillac Williams rolled off like three straight wins in the year, and they hired him and gave him like a fifty million dollar buyout." Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, "I'm kind of glad they ended up losing that game, just so there was no doubt, you know that." Right, and fuck that up, but uh, yeah, I mean, well, Auburn was down big at one point. And I'm trying to pull just... it up right now because I don't, I, I didn't, I saw that they were down like 10 0 in the first quarter, um, and just kind of they were down 24 6 at the half, just like Tennessee. It's cool to see that one of those teams didn't roll over and die. Um, I went to OT and lost, but yeah, it's good. Oh, yeah, so and this is like this is something that's, that Harson really struggled with, man. So you're down 24 6, you come out of the half, um. They got a oh well, I guess they got a turnover that resulted in a touchdown. It looks like they were playing with a short field a bunch in the third quarter. I don't know what happened there. I know Mississippi State had three turnovers, um, but they took the lead. They actually took the lead, which was kind of crazy late in the fourth, and then and uh, and and Mississippi State comes back. Then they took the lead again. I mean, like here's the thing: it we talked about this all year how Auburn really struggled with fourth quarter. Uh, points and second half especially under brian harson and what they end up doing they they have they score 14 points which i believe is um or they scored i'm sorry yeah they had 14 points in the fourth quarter which is like like the second or third time they've done that in 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 like the in like the last like few games they had 27 second half points and i'll do a deep dive on this later but i would venture to say that's probably more than they've had all year maybe combined against against uh, sec opponents or fbs opponents um outside of that old miss game and the fact that that they, like two things here the fact that they were able to come back and and like put up 33 points force this game to go to overtime i think it says a lot about the players and how good of a job um how good of a job they did of of getting them going and also how good of a job that mississippi state did by not by not you know throwing this game away as well um, I, th- I thought that was pretty cool. The, the, t- the TCU thing, I don't understand why they don't get more credit. I I'm wearing the hat. I like Texas. I, I love Sark. They jumped 10 spots because they beat K state. Seems a bit much that was a ranked road win. I mean, they were ranked below K state. They were favored. That's true. Also, what the fuck happened to Oklahoma state? Oh, they just, they're like ravaged with injuries. Like they're they're on their okay. third string QB. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I, I'm trying to go through it. Just what else? Like, like I might have missed. Uh, because I'm, I'm sure there's something I didn't see. Anything USC did. Love that Washington win on Friday. Shout out night. to UConn, by the way, five and five. Yeah. yeah. Go to a bowl game, UConn. Remember we? I was the idiot talking about they need to uh, defund defund um, UConn UConn football. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, there was there was some. I don't know. Oh, USC plays another close. I fucking hate USC. Shout out Washington for beating ranked Oregon State. Who, Washington? Yeah, I love that. Oh, Illinois lost. That sucks. Oh, and here's the other one. The other one that gets gets it keeps getting disrespected. They're a three point underdog this weekend against Wake Forest, and they looked like shit to be honest against Virginia. But North Carolina just keeps winning games, and and Virginia's like it's bad to give up that many points to Virginia. Uh, uh, because Virginia's terrible on offense. Um, but that like the ACC has become kind of fun to watch, I guess, especially with Clemson sucking. Uh, 
And and I was I was really surprised by that. Also, shout out to NC State because they were able to get a win with their backup quarterback, which is not something I saw coming. Here's the here's the elephant in the room that we haven't we haven't brought up yet. I look up at the, at the scoreboard at one point in in Sanford, and I see I see a fucking high school girls basketball score, and it said uh, Arkansas was down twenty one to five to Liberty. Arkansas lost the little. Oh, you you muted somehow. I don't mean to laugh, but yeah, that's not a. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, twenty-one and nineteen. Yeah, not not a great look there for Arkansas. It, it's gone south there pretty quick. Like they're going to be competing to try to make no. a bowl at the end of the year here. Wait, say what? Arkansas like. They're competing to make a bowl. Like they've got what LSU next weekend. I mean, they're not bowl eligible yeah. yet. Kind of a kind of an interesting year three for Pittman there. Like I was expecting a little bit more from Arkansas this year. I wasn't. Um uh, and I, yeah, we got a bunch of voicemails that we can run through. Um yeah, let's do that for sure. And then here's the other thing too. Uh I'm just going to make this announcement real quick. Um, guys, you guys have been great all year. It's been so much fun. This has been a lot of fun, uh, even with the Bama losses and all that kind of stuff. And I know you guys um, have enjoyed that. But this has been like a like a low-key, like a super fun year, I feel like, on the pod. Um, and I'm bummed that we didn't get to go anywhere, like trips-wise. So we just kind of took that into our own hands. And that's why I went to Georgia, Florida. That's why I, I, I still want to experience – some things I haven't experienced. So this Saturday, Tyler, um, you know, Bama plays Ole Miss. Oh yeah. On the road. I've, I've already seen that game. I've been to that game 2018. Oh, so cool. I want to go experience something new. So you know where I'm going to be going this weekend? Is this a place that you've never been? It's a place I've never been for a football game. Huh. And it's, it's something I've never experienced on a Friday night, which is the, Unending love and support from all my best boyfriends in my white Sherman Williams, Sherwin Williams painting clothes. No. I'm going to Auburn for Auburn, Texas A&M. Okay. Yeah. yeah so are you going to go to like the, the, the road midnight yell? You have to. Yeah. That's the whole reason we're going. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to infiltrate midnight yell. I will live stream that. It's going to be awesome. That's I incredible. I, what I need to do is find like an all white jumpsuit and show up dressed like it. 100%. Right? Wow. I can't yeah. wait to see that. It's going to be awesome. I'm pumped. And I've never been to a game at all before. Um, oh, I would love to go to Morgantown, West Virginia. But I'm going to throw this out there too. Listen, Biden's America and this economy is the worst. Um, and we don't want to get political by any means, but the economy is dog shit. Uh, so if anybody, if anybody has tickets or wants to throw us a bone and say, y'all come on down to this tailgate, y'all come on down to this game, whatever, just let us know. I'll be there. Tyler, I don't know about you. because I will be in Florida for a family reunion of sorts. I'm just saying in general, moving forward. Oh, so oh weeks yes. Left yeah. the season. There's still a lot, a lot of stuff left. Um, but yeah, so I, I, you know, I like we had a guy throw out something from UConn. Our, our boy, Mike Toscano, he was like, you want to come to UConn? And I was like, Find a place to stay, and you have tickets. I love college football. I I would love to see it anywhere. 
So, um, that's Happy it. birthday, Kip. Happy birthday, Kip. Uh, all right. So, are we just going to play voicemails to go out? Do it. All right. This one has nothing to do with the Georgia game, but it's a familiar, it's a familiar voice. Hey guys, this your local Florida hey. resident here. Um, currently sitting here looking at the game, hungover from last night. Uh, my defense is hungover. Texas A&M is hungover. Our offensive play calling is hungover. So I think this is quite fitting. Um, still like a minute something left in the game. I, I, I'm just going to be honest with y'all. I'm probably going to need a therapist after these next four games. Well, this game and then the next three. Florida can win them all. Florida can lose them all. They can get blown out. They can blow them out. I have no idea what the hell's going to happen. This game was one of the weirdest games I've seen in a long time. But nevertheless, here we are. I guess this is why we watch college football. So I guess I'm going to get up now and uh, try to wash this hangover off and take a shot for the win. Thanks for the opportunity. Guys, have a good one. I, I, miss, I, I miss my guy there. I know. I told man. him on Twitter. I was like, we're, we're kind of bummed that you stopped calling. He's like, yeah. he just said life's been busy, but he's me. So good to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, all right. I think some. we'll get back into some more Georgia ones here. How many more do we have? Calling about the uh, Georgia game today. Like 10, um, 15. Kind of have my doubts all season. Uh, I, our defense has been good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but just about our, our readiness as a team to win a national championship. Um, but today erased all that. I, I think that our offense is plenty sufficient for how good our defense is. Um, that's been a rise of the occasion. Um, and we played a hell of a game. Good dogs. Love that. Cool, calm, collected. Yeah. Is there any stat that better shows how well Georgia's defense played tonight than the fact that Iowa scored more points tonight than Tennessee? I mean, that is a fact. Like, Uh, we talk about spitting facts all the time. That is a fact that was just spit. Kent State and, and Mizzou both scored more points than Tennessee. Love it. Hey guys, it's Anthony here. You know, like listening to y'all show, but Chris, how about them dogs? Man, I'm, 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 I'm glad my dogs pulled it off and, and we did it in dominating fashion. Like all these announcers jumping on Tennessee bandwagon, everybody picking Tennessee to win. Man, I, it just made, to my damn stomach. <laughs> like this this whole week, just people picking Tennessee, what Georgia gonna do, what Georgia gonna do. What we gonna do is gonna get off in that tail, and we did that. Hooker had no touchdown. Zero. Not a zero. No one. No sauce for you. <laughs> but yeah. I'm glad my dog pulled it off. I think he's Great falling victory. asleep. 
I yeah. yeah. We're just gonna wait to who we're gonna see I'm watching this LSU game. LSU winning seventeen fifteen right now. Six fifty two left in the game. You know? So I'm enjoy all my dogs victory. All these Tennessee bandwagon people. Hey, hold this L. Hold my nuts and hold my Georgia Bulldog nuts. Love y'all pod. Talk to y'all later. All right. Love that. That was great. That's good, man. Uh, all right. I do like so, three more. Three no, more? Hungry. Okay. Maybe we'll play the rest in Wednesday's pod. Huh? Maybe we'll play the rest on Wednesday's pod. Yeah, yeah, I like that. All right, so I'm at a house party with friends from church, so I had to leave the house at the end of that band of games to make this phone call. How the fuck are we going to go all game and have Daniel run all over Bama and not have to spy on him once? On top of that, Bama looked like... Bama looked as if they were playing a team that one of those like kids in like the the, the spring games just trying to score a touchdown. They just didn't want to tackle tonight for some reason. Didn't want to wrap up. <laughs> like a fucking eighty year old cancer patient. I'm just you season. Whatever. Roll padding away. He he wanted to be really careful how he said that. Yeah, he did. He was I was like, that. Ah. <laughs> You know, the spring game kids where they don't want to tackle. Them. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, I will yeah, say this too. I, Here's the other thing. Just, just throwing this out there about Bama. The, the lack of like stepping up from those receivers is so bad. It's so fucking bad. I'm looking at the stats right now. Ja'Cory Brooks had seven catches for 97 yards, but anything that was remotely contested, they did not, they did not come down with. It happened all night. And 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 Jameer Gibbs had the most receptions out of anybody with eight. And it just, you know, ugh, it was tough. My favorite thing about the voicemail was he goes, all right, so I'm at a house party with some friends from church, so I had to dip out. How the fuck are we going to go through this game? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't hear the church part. <laughs> yeah. How the fuck are we? <laughs> Here, listen, listen to the front of the first part. All right, so. I'm at a house party with friends from church, so I had to leave the house at the end of that band of games to make this phone call. How the fuck <laughs> are we going? <laughs> we should probably end it on that one. That's yeah, so we good. Should, we should. We'll play the rest later in the week. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Fantastic, yeah, as always. I think we might have hit a record for viewers tonight uh, at one point. So uh, I know you guys like to tune in when Bama loses, and I know you like to tune in when Georgia whoops that ass against Tennessee. So congrats, Dogs fans. Congrats, LSU. Looks like they're headed to potentially play themselves uh, or play against each other in Atlanta. So uh, still a lot of football to be played. Looking forward to covering it with you guys. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later this week to cover another fantastic week in college football. Peace.